Yo, today's QOD is money is a tool to give you access to great memories. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Money Mindset Week continues with one of your favorites ever. Lisa Nichols is on the show and she's talking about making greater memories by using money. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to travel to? You know, who do you want to take with you? Who do you really want to do something really, really cool for? You know, get them a really amazing gift, pay off their debt retire a spouse like what do you want to do that requires money think about that there are so many amazing incredible things that money opens up the door to and we can all live such better lives you know getting better schooling for our children um going on date nights every week with our spouses You know, there's so many amazing things that money can do for you. It's all about what are you paying attention to? If your brain just pays attention to money and greed, that's all you're going to see. But if you look at money as a way to create greater memories, the whole thing changes for you. And then you just believe in yourself and know that if you set the goal and you remove the limiting mental and emotional money blocks that you have, that it just... It literally will rain abundance on you. You just got to remove the blocks. And so I hope to see you tonight at the free class I'm teaching, Five Things the Money Gurus Never Tell You. Go to freemoneyclass.com. That's at 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Sign up for the replay as well. Here's Lisa. So first, let me give you the three myths to abundance. And you might want to write these down. Here are the three myths about abundance. So one myth is that um, abundance is for, I said it earlier, it's for some people, not everyone. That's one myth. Abundance is for everyone. It's just that. And, and once you have the truth, don't go back to the myth. Don't go back to the lie. Don't, don't vacillate between the lie and the truth. Just understand, once you know the truth, know the truth. And whenever you begin to live like you don't know the truth again, you've unlearned the truth. Okay, so let me just take away the myths. So abundance is for some people. That's one myth. That's not true. The second myth is that abundance is singularly focused. It's finances and it's possessions. That's the second myth. That when we look at wealthy people or abundant people, we look at their homes, we look at their cars, we look at their clothes. And we have so much in media now making you defining what abundance is for you. That's not abundance, you guys. That's wealth. Let me tell you the difference between wealth is financial, abundance is holistic. I want you to understand that distinction. Wealth is financial. Abundance is holistic. (laughs) Abundance has four key categories. There's 12 categories when you break them down in a smaller component, but four groups. One is your self-awareness. The way you love yourself, the way you treat yourself has everything to do with your abundance. How many of us know that we've passed up something really great because we didn't think we were worthy of it? Raise your hands up high, not shy. 
Trey, look around. That's, that has everything to do with your level of abundance and how it's showing up in your life. <laughs> the second area of abundance is in your relationships. At the end of your days, you will measure the quality of your life by the quality of your relationships. You will actually forget more about the other ones. You'll look at who's around you in your senior years. You'll look at who's there to care for you. That's how you measure it. We talk about being alone, right? So that's two. That's the third area is the quality of your spirituality and how you can ground, how you can release, how you can forgive, how you can let go, how you can be still, how you take deep breaths. Most of us don't think about that when we get away from that, especially if we've had religious challenges. But the quality of your life will have a lot to do with the quality of your spiritual ground. Whatever you call your God, however you, you worship, finding a place to release, finding a way to forgive fast, finding a way to be still, finding a way to let go. That will determine greatly the quality of your life. And then um, looking at your finances. Notice I put that last. It's not because it's the least important, but it's not the most important. I have very wealthy friends who are very, very unhappy. And some of you saw them on Periscope. They had nowhere to go for New Year's, so you know, I bring the whole party, my everybody. You need to go somewhere, come to my house. Because they, they, they've, they've built, amassed billions, not millions, but billions of dollars in net worth. But they're, relation-wise, they're bankrupt. So they're wealthy, they're not abundant. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. So when you look at, um, and then the third myth, <clears throat> I'm over 40. I'll get back to it. <laughs> like, this is true. It's going to come. It's just on the slope. Well, it's going to come back. I'm going to interrupt myself, and I'm going to tell you what the third myth is. <laughs> so when we look at relationships, um, and I spend a lot of time in the book on relationships. I give you self-work around relationships. I give you healing work around relationships. Um, you guys know when I'm working with you live, those of you who I'll begin to work with live, um, I'm always having you manage your relationships. Heal your relationships and up-level your relationships. The first relationship is with yourself because the way you treat yourself is, an, is the way you're going to treat other people. And many times you'll treat other people better than you treat yourself. How many of us are doing that? Right. And so, so if I begin to serve others, not from my cup, but I begin to serve you from my overflow, meaning I've taken care of me first, and I, now I'm taking care of you from my overflow, now I take care of you with a greater heart. And so relationship to self, relationship to others. I promise you, at the end of the day, what matters to you most is what he thinks, what she thinks, what your children think, what your siblings, how they feel about you, who's going to be around, who's loving you, how they're loving you. That's what matters. Money, that, that, that's, that's secondary. That Money is a tool to give you access to great memories. Right? Money is a tool to give you access to great memories. What I love most about my money is that it bought the opportunity for my son to stand on top of one of the tallest mountains in Kenya and stretch his arms at age 10 with no front teeth and say, Mommy, I'm on top of the tallest mountain in Africa. That's what I love. I, that, that's, what I, that's what I'm excited about. My money bought that experience. That my money bought the experience of my son and I surfing in Brisbane, Australia in May. And yes, I got on the surfboard. <laughs> for a hot second. <laughs> I love the fact that money allowed my son and I to jump out of a plane together. I don't, the money, great, but the memories, far more important. So everything will go back to your relationships. 
All right, my friend, that was Lisa Nichols. Her website is motivatingthemasses.com. I, I, I posted this episode a long time ago, and I, I can't remember where I got this clip from, so apologies for that. But hopefully I will see you at tonight's free class. It's freemoneyclass.com, freemoneyclass.com. I will see you there. I'm so excited. I'm out. Peace. Peace.